Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to season three of I Am Shatoria. And you know, this is a place where we talk about love, hope, and a whole lot of faith. And today's show is going to be absolutely dope. I have some of the dupest guys today. And you guys know I'm a real rounded individual. I like talking about everything, including how as women, we don't know men that well. And we don't, we need to learn. So I have two of the coolest guys that I've had the opportunity to be on their show called Let's Rap, Don't Worry. You see the information in our feed that you can you go check them out, and I advise you to check them out. But today, we're going to talk about men. It is very important that we understand and learn men. So I got two of the coolest dudes that I can find on the street here in the DMV area. Um, they call themselves Let's Rap. Um, they are actually here in the DC, the DC area, well, DMV anyway. Um, so I'm going to let them introduce themselves and then we, we're going to jump into some conversations today. What's up, guys? Yeah. Hey, what's up, Shatoria? Uh, first, I want to thank you for allowing us on the show. Uh, always, always great opportunity and we thank you as always. Um, I am one of the co-hosts of the Let's Rap uh, podcast, Philosophical. How you doing, everybody? Um, you know, we are a uh, men's podcast. Uh, we've been doing it for a short time, trying to teach uh, relationships, dating, you know, and teaching men how to be men as uh, we're constantly learning every day ourselves. And I am Jay Echo. What's good, y'all? I am uh, the other host of Less Rap. And like like Phil said, you know, thanks, Shatoria, for having us on here. You know, we, we just try to, uh, like he said, Help men do better. That's that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I would say with the conversations I've seen on um, YouTube and everything and being able to be part of you guys' show, it has been pretty dope. Y'all yeah. have some, yeah. you know, I was like, well, I got to talk about men mentoring men. And who do I want? Yeah. I'm like, yes, let me, yeah. let me talk to the fellas. Um, yeah. Who's going to be honest about it? And, you know, as a woman, I don't know everything about men. I don't. Uh, I still learn even being married. <laughs> Men is just set up different, just like women. And that yeah. is what we're going to talk about because it's, it's so important that we, even though I am a woman, I have a lot of women on my show. I like to have the men because it's very important to know where the lines are crossing together, where it's one accord and not separate. And that's something that we talked about on you guys' show is how we are te- we're definitely one, even though we're two different genders. Um, with that, you know, a lot of individuals forget <laughs> men is part of society so and that not all men are bad so one of the questions that I have that has been a, a big question for you know men men be like man what part of the society are we because we get this halfness like if you see anything on social media or anything like that you see men get blamed first I hate to say it but they do it, yep. it's, it's well men should be paying paying the bills I should you know I see women go in and say I shouldn't be paying no bills it's 2021 we're not about to do that but men are beginning to feel like, what part of society are we? Like, are we even part of society because, are we just a bank or, you know, and those type of things. And that's a, and that's a true statement. So for so, you being men, how do you, how do you fit into society? How important is it? And, and how important really is it for men to be in society and be treated as such anyway? Um, I'm going to oh, go ahead, Jeff. first. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, I've been thinking about this for a little bit, right? So, um, like you said, there's there's this part of it that is like it feels like we're just the bank account at this point. You know, it's like, all right, we we need to we need to get out the way and let other people do their thing. And part of that is our fault. You know, we've we sort of dropped. We we were supposed to be the leaders for a while. But part of leadership is helping to uplift people around you and helping them pursue their own goals and ideas and everything like that. And we definitely failed in that regard. A lot, <laughs> but um, just because uh, it's like throwing out the baby with the bathwater, so to speak. Like there are certain habits you can drop without losing who you are as a person, and I think that's what we're negotiating right now. Like, how do you be the man you are supposed to be, plus the man that people tell you you're supposed to be, plus the man that you think you should be? and still not offend anybody still not get in on anybody's nerves still not cross any lines and all of that sort of stuff and like i said we haven't had to 
we haven't had to negotiate that for a while. Men, women, anybody, nobody's really had to negotiate that for a while. It's only recently that people are starting to get the voices that they are getting. Mm -hmm. So in terms of how important it is, I think it's very important that we don't lose sight of the position we are supposed to play. Like at the end of the day, we are like whether it's in a relationship or in society, we, we are a significant portion of it, no matter how much it has reduced, so to speak, not really, but you know, how much our role is shifting, we still have parts to play. Like there are still, there are still going to be sons being born who need, who need to be taught. There's still going to be, uh, people who uh what's it called people who gravitate towards the traditional masculine gender role or whatever the case may be and there need to be positive examples of how that can look without all of the uh all of the ugly that that can that is also associated with it and you know that's that's sort of my initial thoughts on it but we can we can jump in a little deeper as we uh, as we go along uh, I just want to uh, build upon that on a kind of a bad analogy, but an important one. Uh, a lot of times, you know, uh, men and women, you know, based on society, we check into something called an ER, you know what I mean? Emergency room. But I came up with this analogy a couple of seconds ago that a lot of men check into what I call an IC, identity crisis, right? <laughs> so I think a lot of men, <laughs> a lot of men, <clears throat> to myself uh you know and i, and I want to ask some caveats to that i don't want people to think me and i'm just this perfect man no um in fact you know i can recall thousands of conversations me and jay have had just off of the thing just being a man the pressures of a man mm-hmm. it's so pressure it's so much pressure internally that sometimes you could be with the right woman you could be with the wrong woman you could be have the wrong friends in your life but there's so much pressure to do better for yourself you know what i mean and i think a lot of men look at outward appearances, social media, TV, movies, books, um, looking at your phone, Facebook, all these things and seeing the, the, the man that's more successful than him, that may be happy with the family, that may have things he doesn't have accomplished in his life right now. You know what I mean? That's the identity crisis as far as what a lot of men go through. How can I get to that plane without having to crash in between? You know what I mean? Like, so... For me, me being the happiest I've ever been in my life, I'm still trying to figure out how can I be even more happier, not only by myself, but but with my partner. You know what I mean? There's so much pressure, you know what I mean, being a man, and that comes along with succeeding, not wanting to fail, you know what I mean? Having a leg up on the next guy, you know what I mean? I feel like we as men, it's so much of a competition against ourselves, especially in the Black community. You know what I mean? We hate on each other so much. We can't, we compete with each other so much that we're killing each other over things that we really should be collaborating with. We really should be collaborating with each other. We really, sh- it shouldn't be hard to pick up the phone and say, hey, brother, man, you know, I need your help. You know, I've been seeing a lot of good things on Facebook lately. Very few things on Facebook lately. The, I, I'm, I'm seeing as far as the phrase to say, hey, call a brother and tell him you love him. You never know who may, may need to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Because the identity crisis is real within men. And a lot of come to the understanding and realize that to be able to call somebody, it's all about vulnerability. You know what I mean? A lot of us men want to be women as far as just the physical and not the mental. You know what I mean? We're still afraid to be able to talk to men and tell a man how we truly feel or what's going on in our life. Because a lot of men that you call in that may be there for you, that's your brothers, have been through it. And you don't know until you tell somebody. So that's my little uh, story as far as, you know, the identity crisis. It's real out here. And it's, and it's no different from having mental health. Yeah. No, and that's and it's, true. And it's, so yeah. let's, let's combine those two then. Let's go back to this. A lot of men mm-hmm. are not going to do that because, let's be honest, in reality, that is not how men are raised. You're nope. not raised to have feelings. So unfortunately, Correct. they don't know how Correct. to identify this because honestly, they're just like little boys. And that goes into my question of the transition from a boy to a man. And unfortunately, we have a lot of grown men that are actually still little boys. And that goes for women too. But with yeah. men, 
when you are taught, you don't cry, you don't show sensitivity, you don't show that, or you man up type of situation. Then as a woman, when I see a man that, and I, and I guess my eyes are a little different because I know better um, mm -hmm. compared to some women, because I hate to hear the concept when a man expresses feelings that he is weak. That bothers me yeah. because then we're making them go back in their shell. We tell them, well, you need to be more yeah. vulnerable, but then they go back in their shell when we say they're weak. And we're yeah. seeing a lot of this is our society. Here's the reason why the transition from a boy to a man is not shifting right, because they are taught. You don't do that. And unfortunately, as women, we're taught he's supposed to be a man. And the problem that I have is he's supposed to be a man. You're supposed to be a man. They don't merge. They don't mix. Because the concept to a woman, what a man is, is not what's being taught like it was back in the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that there's definitely a disconnect in, there's a disconnect because society doesn't equals reality. Let's be honest. Society, okay. society shows that, and I, I kid you not, you see a lot on Facebook. And so, social media is definitely the damn if you do, damn if you don't section. It really is. Because you have men that's out there like, hey, I have goals and dreams just like you do. But to a woman, you got goals and dreams. You need to be figuring it out while you still got a job and paying all these bills. And we're not, we're going to meet my goals. No, we're going to meet yours later. So, I mean, it's the reality check of, I do see a lot of that. And you really see a lot of this generation in the complexity of, yeah, no, I don't need you for nothing. I can go to the clinic, get pregnant, raise them on my own. We're seeing a lot of dysfunctional. So let's talk about the transition from a boy to a man. You guys men as men growing up and then becoming a man. And then some men are still boys because of the mentality that they have, not their age, but just the mentality. And they don't know how to get out of it. How do we, how do we, I don't want to say fix, but how do we start to turn that wheel, especially with the generation we got today? I, I think I will start here. Um, I, I was actually thinking about this this morning. Um, a lot of men rely on their partners to define them as being a man. You know what I mean? They want to rely on their partner to tell them how to operate as a man. Instead of like going back and saying, you know what? Realizing the point of what are the transitions have I made? A lot of times, a lot of us men, we don't understand and appreciate a lot of the accomplishments from where we are yesterday to the time where we are today, right? A lot of times that defines us as a man. That transfers, it, it, it balances growth, it brings growth. So a lot of times we get with people or we put people on our lives that tears us down. You know, so they bring us down. With that though. Okay. Let's, my question to that is, how do they know it's a good thing when you don't see it or taught it as young men? And I think, uh... That's that's the aspect of it that I sort of was going to speak to in that, like, yeah, we get so many conflicting messages about what is manhood and what's the right way mm -hmm. to do manhood that it's just like, yo, I don't like, for instance, uh, we, we were speaking a little bit earlier about what our position is in the world right now. And it's like, mm -hmm. all right, uh, women are saying to us, oh, I got it on my own. I don't really need you. I can raise a child on my own, um, all of that sort of stuff. And then, and but then on top of that, it's like, oh, um, I still expect you, if I do let you in my life, even though I can do it on my own, I expect you to be my bank account. I expect you to be emotionally available. I expect you, <clears throat> excuse me. I expect you to provide a house. I expect you to do all that stuff. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. About five seconds ago, you were telling me about how you didn't need me. Now, all of a sudden, I have to provide all this stuff. I just got enough financial wherewithal to be able to do it on my own. Now, I'm supposed to do it for you, too. And you're telling me you don't want to contribute to it as well. So you have that part of it. Then you have the emotional part of it where it's like, all right. You want me to be emotionally stable and everything like that. But in the moments when I do the healthy thing and come to you and say, hey, I need help with something, I need to handle it on my own because that's how men do it, right? Men don't say anything, men, men, and... 
that it's goes back problem. to my point to where a man is 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 um depending on his partner to handle right. those emotional you know distress you yeah. know what i mean uh, and, yeah. and and i and i will say this i feel like a lot of people i think now relationships a man's responsibility is to provide and we've right. said but i think now not only a man is supposed to provide i think men are wanting something in return and women are saying i'm not dealing with that i'm not dealing with that i'm not dealing with that emotional uh uh, and i think uh, i think part of that is women are aware how much how much work it takes to resolve some of those emotional issues we are but a man, but a man is but a man is required to deal with a woman's emotionals. True, that's fair. That's and, fair. And and that's also work, you know it what I mean? Work, because but and, and if a man's not willing to deal with an emo, a woman's emotional stress, he's he's not a good man. He can't he can't, you know what I mean? But if a woman is taught some women are taught not to deal with the man's emotional stress. I guess men are have been described and expressed as machines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not men you know what but i mean just just walking around and just... but we sort of we that's true but we've also yeah. done it to ourselves a little bit correct yeah yeah because, because we fla- we flash with money we flash with materials we've we, we've given the expectation only, go ahead not only that but we also like like we were talking about earlier we teach mm-hmm. each other you don't show weakness you don't let people know you're struggling with stuff and yeah. so from the outside looking in, it's like, oh, he's good. Like, so why? So when the cracks do start to show it, like, for lack of a better term, it shakes up the worldview. It's like he was supposed to be good. He's supposed to not have any issues. He's supposed to be the rock that I stand on. So if he's shaky, yeah. then what does that mean for this? And they're like, nope, yeah. I'm out. And, you know, yeah. that goes back to this. And that was some of my question of the, the importance of learning about women. Um, because here's the thing. As I agree with you guys, you guys also know I also have my own caveat as well. <laughs> the issues that I have is as a woman, and I get, and I'm only speaking for me. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be a safe haven for my husband. Mm-hmm. You know, they have that picture of that man with the world on his back. And as women, we do not realize how deep rooted that is. Men don't speak up a lot because they don't feel comfortable to speak up a lot. They don't feel comfortable to tell how they feel because a lot of men are in relationships to where if they tell how they feel, she's going to belittle it. But then if you go back into the homes that the man was in, and the reason why they, a lot of them stay in those relationships, because if you go back into the homes that they grew up in, that is yep. how it was raised. And there is a yes. little, a yes. cartoon, not that, not a, not a cartoon cartoon, but like a little comic that's been surrounded on Facebook for years that I've seen. And it bothers me. You literally have it in there to where a woman is belittling this man and this child is watching it happen. She grows up and she belittles her man as well. You won't see your kids if you don't do this for me. Sad part about this, this is what society is. We literally have this going on. But men say, well, you know, hey babe, I'm tired. Today was a really bad day at work. Okay, and I had a bad day at work. I had the kids, like there is no, ground to meet him on so my question is this when do they start to feel comfortable not just at home but in their relationship when they walk through those doors they should be able to walk in peace and one of the things that frank ski i heard on his radio show and it broke my heart the conversation came up was men who really have an issue in their relationships to where they're not comfortable to where they even sit in their car before they walk in the house because when they walk in the house there's no peace do you not know how many men actually called in and was like no kidding. I, I won't even leave work yet. Like I, I take detours at home because if I come if I have a bad day, I can't vent at the house. Mm-hmm. That's a problem for me. And I've been there. I've and been as there. women, I know, okay, here's the thing. Nag, we got nagging on different levels. However, though, you are supposed to be his peace. And my thing about it is he should be able to come and tell. Now, I will agree with Jay what you were saying as far as if they don't pay the bills and this is how I feel like a man can only do so much. Yeah. If he gets a job, you know what? I'm congratulating you because you got a job. Because let's be honest, some people don't want to work. That's including women. Some don't want to work. 
Mm-hmm. Well, he yeah. got a job and he's trying. And then I get a pet peeve when women say, well, men shouldn't be an at-home daddy. Well, look at here. So what is it you want? You you don't want to pay for daycare. You really want to work. And he's like, okay, well, if you don't want to pay, something got to give. Like I've watched men actually stay home with the kids. Personally, I don't see anything wrong with it because to me, it ain't my household. So I don't yeah. see anything wrong with it. Yeah. If it's a balance for you, who cares? But unfortunately, society says you as men, you're not supposed to be an at-home dad. Yeah. You as men is not supposed to cook. You as men is not supposed to clean. You should know how to change a tire and all these other things. So what is the importance of men really understanding women? If you ain't got an answer, trust me, I understand. Uh, but. I, so I think it's important in that by understanding and this isn't just women, by understanding your partner, period. And I use, that's part of the reason why I use the word partner when I talk about relationships. It's because this is somebody who's supposed to be in it with you. Like for a while it was, yeah, we ride together, we die together, that sort of like, it's like, this is the person who is here with you through all the, the blood and the mud and the tears and all of that sort of stuff. But if, People are going to get on your nerves sometimes too. Like that's, that's real. We all know that. But at the end of the day, if you know that nine times out of 10, you would rather it be that person who gets on your nerves than somebody else, then cool. You're, you're in a good place. But the, the, that whole thing of like, I won't even go home because I'm tired of like, I just can't deal with the other person or, I turn my phone off because I can't I can't get another call saying that X has gone wrong or something like that. It's like that's real. Like part of the reason why like I will literally get home from work sometimes and I don't have a partner right now so this isn't this isn't a thing for me, but I'll get home from work sometimes and I'll just sit and sit and stare at my ceiling because I just need to let some stuff go. And when you're in a relationship, you can't do that. When you're in a relationship, the other person needs something, wants something, is looking for. And if you have kids, kids don't care if you need to sit and stare <laughs> at a wall for a little bit. Kids, kids want their fruit snacks and they want their SpongeBob and that's it. Like there's no there's no turning that off. Yeah. So in understand, I think. The thing about understanding your woman or your partner or whatever the case may be is you, by learning what her breaking point is and by learning her points, period, then you can know how you complement each other and how you can take the burden off of each other without necessarily filling the same roles and leaving gaps, so to speak. Because like, if I know that, oh, my partner is... uh, like she's got the cooking, cool. Then I know, all right, there are certain things in the household that I can specifically do, whether it's like, okay, she's got the cooking, I'll take care of the cleaning this weekend. Cool, Beth. Or she had a rough day at work today. My rough day was yesterday. We going, I'm going to let her vent and I'll vent like I vented yesterday. We're good. Or whatever the case may be. It's like, yeah. And that's where the, the we, we preach this all the time. That's where the compromise comes in. It's like, whether it's bills, whether it's emotional weight, whether it's, uh, whether it's physical, like health and wellness, whatever the case may be, if you're learning the other person, then you know, like, okay, this is where I can pick up or this is where I can take, I can relieve some of her stress as opposed to this is where you can pick up and this is where you can relieve some of my stress. Right. But one key component of that is being willing to tell the other person, this is where my stress is. This is my breaking point. Can you help me? Mm -hmm. And if you're not willing to let them know that, then they're not going to know where to pick up. I, de- I definitely agree with you on all of that. And that's why, you know, it's important, just like you said, not just to learn the, the, a woman, but, your partner and you also understand you cannot just like you guys were saying earlier you can't compare the things you see online um one of the things that i did learn is that 
men have desires and goals just like women. They want to do things just like women. It's no different. The only difference is, is how the support system is. It's very different. Um, yeah. That's another subject, but it's very different. Um, being a man in today's society alone, especially a black man, it's already not easy. You guys are dealing with um, being demeaned, not just within um, community, but within our own culture itself. Let's be honest. Um, I take, I, as, a, as a mom and a woman, I take things into consideration when I think about things like R. Kelly, who's a, you know, is on trial and going through that. And you got the Bill Cosby situation. And as men, um, dealing with the thought process of being men, you guys are all put into the same category. Um, even with the police, you guys are put in the same category. Culturally, you're put in the same category. So there's, it's almost like, yeah, sure, you two are two different people, but to the world, you're the same at the end of the day. Like, yeah. well, if Jay messed up on this, fool's gonna do the same thing. You know, is there's no yeah. separation. Yeah. Um, one of the questions is, as men, and, I, and Phil, you said it earlier, you said, I'm still learning. What is yeah. the one thing, if y'all can nitpick the one thing that you are actually still learning as grown men, because you got a grown, grown, grown men. So you're still learning. What is that that you're still learning? Uh, I will I will add, I will answer that question, but I, I wanted to add some things today said. Um, being married, um, I still, I still come home and, you know, I'll sit in the car and I'll just think. You know what I mean? Not because that, you know, I can't talk to my wife or she's not understanding. Uh, I have the best wife in the world, but I think there's a difference between, and I just want to add, there's a difference between a man can't talk to their woman and a man not wanting to put his problems on a woman, his emotional problems, his feelings. Not a lot of men want to talk about that. And I feel like that needs to be kind of shared as far as like, I'm still learning to be vulnerable mm. with my wife. I'm still learning. And that's, and that includes me talking to her. That includes me sharing with her. That includes me just um, letting down my like, all right. You know, a lot of men have this here today, gone tomorrow mentality. You know what I mean? She she's here for something, but she'll be gone as soon as she's got it. You know what I mean? Um, the agenda based, the um, just like to uh, block out some sorts of things that social media is telling the way I should treat my partner. You know, you gotta pay all the bills. You gotta uh, you gotta. Um, like we, we spoke about her on our show, have sex with her every day. If you don't, she's a god. You know what I mean? You got to pay her bills because if not, somebody else will. You know what I mean? You got you to gotta be able to um, just be this person, almost like you not being yourself to, to get to a certain piece that, you know, I'm learning that I already have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why, why, why push more? Why push that button even more on something or someone when you already have it? And I think that the society has taught us that you have to do certain things to achieve that peace. Mm -hmm. When a lot of times your partner will understand who you are and give peace. And I struggle with that. And that's why I go back to the identity crisis for me. And my partner knows this. And she, she's like, hey, you know, whatever you're going through, She's gone through it. She's taught me that women go through it. Yeah. Because as much as I'm like, what do I, how do I survive this partnership, this marriage for the, she's thinking the same thing. You know what I mean? And that's the part where it's like, as a man, you know, it's so much pressure and so much weight on that. If I don't succeed, we both fail. But when she's really telling me like, if we don't succeed, we both fail. That's why she and, my girl. Yeah, and that's the part, and and that's the part where this our podcast has has uh, 
evolved to, to where, and me and Jay have had these conversations millions of times, the pressures of being a man, you know what I mean? The pressures of not understanding the type of person or partner you're dealing with. Simple as that, you know what I mean? And I want to go back. I think in a relationship, dating, friendship, you have to be very careful and understand your words hurt more than action sometimes. Your words hurt because if that man is vulnerable with you and that woman is vulnerable with you, you react and say something that can totally damage Mm-hmm. whatever vulnerability you have left with that person and I feel like and I feel like trust it, it, it takes a lot of trust for me and also a woman to come out and express themselves you know what I mean it takes a lot of trust and if you don't have that trust with your partner oh you ain't got nothing then you don't have anything you know what I mean so I, in my opinion um, I'm learning every day to because when I go back to the identity crisis, I feel like it, it, it takes away from who is philosophical. Who am I? You know what I mean? It makes you reevaluate yourself to the fact that I've got all this happiness, all this peace in the world. But, but society is telling me in order to get this, I have to act like this. Why? So the part where it's like you got to continually tell yourself. I'm good. You know, I, I would say the biggest thing that you said that you're learning is the vulnerability, and that's real. Yeah, and that you've been yeah. open. Yeah, and as you've been honest, that you are yeah. still working on being vulnerable, and it's not that she didn't yeah. make it that way. It's just the way yeah. you know life. So you're trying yeah. to undo the things that was taught that wasn't right. Yeah. I know life from what I've been through, from you know my how my parents interacted, how my father interacted, how my mother interacted. How I inter- that narrative. I'm trying to change that narrative, and I'm telling you, and I and I feel like a lot of it is generational curses, based off of the the relational the relationships. I, the relationships I've been in previously before I got married, it destroyed me. And if 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 men, if, and I say this to our men all the time. If, if you don't wake up quick, it can destroy you, who you are. And it can kill you. Yeah. And, you know, uh, adding to what he said, yeah, the vulnerability is a big thing that I'm learning as well. But yeah. And I guess it sort of falls into the same category, but I'm, I'm learning how much I, uh, and again, I'm, I'm single, so I'm sort of in a different place with it than, than, philosophical is but um i'm learning i'm learning how much i need people i guess i should say um me too because uh for me a big thing is because we we were talking earlier about achieving success and one of the big things about achieving success that i've had to re-examine and reevaluate and everything like that is achieving success on my own right like we we all a lot of men have this idea and it gets pushed to us pretty regularly like oh you got to get it out the mud you got to do it by yourself you gotta you gotta drag yourself up by your bootstraps which i don't know if you've actually tried it in real life but it's pretty impossible right yeah um so like for a long time, for me specifically, it has been, I know I want to achieve these things. I know I want to achieve in these ways, but I have to achieve on my own or it doesn't mean as much for whatever reason. Yeah. Meanwhile, at the end of the day, as long as you win the game, you win the game, right? right. It doesn't matter how you got there as long as you, as long as you didn't cheat or, you know, destroy anybody along the way, like, as long as you win the game, you won. That's that's what it is. Yeah. And letting go of, like you said, the generational curses, the uh, the 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 noise that, like, oh, you have to you have to build it ground up on your own, brick by brick, you know, with your bare hands, as opposed to 
there are people who have gone before you who have been through these same things. Rely on them and rely on their knowledge, like they're they're teaching you things. And I think, and this goes back to what you were talking about, about being Black men. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that um, I'm, I'm, I'm a first-generation American citizen in my family, basically, right? So my parents are African, Ghanaian specifically. And a lot of uh, a lot of stuff in when I go back home, what I see is a lot of people, at least on my in my family, it's like you are relying on your family throughout your entire life to build to a level of success, right? Mm-hmm. Like I have aunts and uncles, cousins, and and even now nieces and nephews who it's like oh yeah, you're, you're going to be successful, not because of any one single thing that you do, but because we lift you up to that place, you know, the village that raised you basically. And for, for a long time, whether it was because of, you know, that whole macho mentality or whatever it was, it's like, oh no, you don't need the village. You, you, in fact, you could burn the village down and you can still achieve success. And it's just like, no, nah, that's not that's not what it is. Like I've uh, I've isolated myself in so many instances just because I think I need to do it on my own, as opposed to uh, what's it called? As opposed to there are people who are not only able to help you but are willing to help you if you just ask or if you let them know and if you let them in. And it's one of those things that I understand logically, but I haven't internalized. And and that's one area where I'm like, you, at some point, you need to, you need to let go of all of this BS and just let people help you, which is, which is real hard for me. And it's, it's a, it's a, it's come back to bite me in several ways throughout my life whether it's in relationships or in, in finances or whatever the case may be. You're still, you're still learning how to reach out to your village. Yep. Because you, like you said, we, oh, I can do this. I got it. I don't need your help because mm-hmm. you don't want, and, and a lot of the time is, is you want to be able to feel like you can stand on your own two feet. Mm-hmm. And not de- really depend unless I really need you. I don't want to be Definitely. handicapped. And then let's be honest, we're in a society to where it's, I helped you. I helped you get there. I helped you do this. I helped you do that. So it makes a wall go up to be like, because what you're not going to do is use me as a trophy case and come back and say, I did it. And mm-hmm. I did it when it's like, whoa, yes, you supported me, but I did it. I did this work. I'm not saying I didn't do it without you, but I did. We don't need a, I told you so, or a, but I was here for you. It's one of those learning how to be humble when you're supposed to be humble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of us are still learning that. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. So um, questions to you guys. One of my last questions. Did you have something, Phil? Oh, no, no, no. You said it. You said it on the. <laughs> yeah. So one of my last questions to you guys is, as we're still learning, we're still learning each other's genders and everything else. As men, you guys are out here already mentoring other men. Um, again, you do it through your your own podcast and your conversations that you have with people. And you always are staying engaged. What is the one thing you guys want them to know about you collectively as a group and then you guys individually? <laughs> as a group. I, I will, as a, as a group. Uh, <laughs> you guys do very well. I want I want my listeners and my viewers to understand you guys work very well together. I, I like how Phil, Phil is very, look, but then Jay be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I agree with you. However, I have a caveat to go with that. So I love, <laughs> I love y'all chemistry. It cracks me up though. Um, I, I guess I'll start, you know, um, I will say this, uh, Jay is, you know, as far as when he says, you know, he wish he has people in his life, somebody to call, somebody to talk to, somebody to be, that's usually me. I'm constantly reaching out to Jay, 
you know, like, hey, Jay, everything good? Everything good? You know, but ever since we've done this podcast, I will say he's been the one calling me like, hey, good. You good? You good? Hey, what time is this podcast? I'm ready to go. And I, I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I will I will say, man, um, you know, me and Jay have been friends for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And we, the way we talk on our podcast is the way we talk on the phone. Yeah. You know, we're always debating. We're always arguing. Uh, we're always having, I mean, yeah, we get mad at each other, but we, I, I can't remember one time me and Jay have cursed each other at each other or disrespected each other. It's always been this brotherly love. It's always been like this, this like, yo, Phil, uh, you're wrong. Or like, yo, Jay, you're wrong. Hey, let's go, let's go, uh, Let's go listen to some music or something. You know, it's always been like this. <laughs> it's always yeah. been like, ah, we have a, ah, we, 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 we just disagree. We just love to disagree with each other. I you mean, know what we I mean? agree to disagree all the time. Yeah, we agree to disagree a lot. Well, that's a lot good of friendship, time. though. You, you, yeah. you might have good friendship if you didn't agree to disagree because then yeah. you're totally two different people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and there, and I think what really develops our friendship is that there are times where he'll call me and he'll ask me a question and he'll be like, hmm, I didn't think about that. And I'll call him and be like, Jay, I'm going through this. And oh, have you tried this? And I'll be like, no, nah, I didn't think of that. And then and then, you know, we'll be like, hey, let's talk about it on the podcast. And I'll never forget. We like four hours uh, talking about like anime and different stuff. And my wife was like, why don't you guys just do this on the podcast? Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and I was just like, okay. I was like, all right, well, let's do it. And that's kind of how the podcast came about. And it's 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 really developed our friendship. And uh, you know, really, really, it's really ignited Jay to a point where you know he's he's starting to call more and be open more and talk more. And I'm able to express myself. And I know people always make jokes to where like Jay is very introspective, and people think I'm the nutcase. He's got groupies. <laughs> And I'm just, it's very true though. You know, it's not, you know, so, you know, that's kind of as a group, what, uh, what we are as me as a person, um, I'm constantly learning, you know what I mean? I'm constantly, I, I wake up sometimes and I know some, some men can probably relate and some women can probably relate and probably think like, man, what am I doing here? You know what I mean? How did I get to this point? You know, how do I stay in this point? You know, what do I got to do? How much money I got to spend? You know, what what more pressure is coming today? Um, you know, what's going on at work? If I lose my job tomorrow, how can I provide? You know what I mean? Different things. It's no longer like, you know, um, the situations of like, you know, I'm not by myself anymore. Right. And I feel like being, being married and being in a relationship has taught me to, I'm not in this by myself. You know what I mean? So a lot of times when I'm feeling, um, you know, alone and in a space, I have to think about like, I'm not here about myself. You know what I mean? So um, I will say as far as the men that are feeling like, you know, you're not getting anywhere. You're feeling like, you know, the weight is against the world against you. The world is getting you right now. Um, you're feeling like no one can, can, can reach out to you. There's no help. Um, I will say this, that uh, you're not alone um, to the fact that what you're going through is is similar to what I'm going through. Uh, the only difference is, is that, uh, one, I'm able to speak on it on a, on a platform, on a podcast, and two, you know, being able to have friends around me to be able to talk about it. Yeah. So if you ever if you ever feel like, you know, you're alone, you don't know what to do, you don't have anybody to talk to, you know, you feel like you're at a point of confusion. Uh, don't hesitate to reach out to us. You know, we love to hear your comments, your feedback, your story. If you ever want to get on the show with us, that's cool. Send us an email, send us a message. I'm always listening. I'm always answering DMs. Uh, there are men that have been in my DMs that have said, man, you know, I loved your comment. I loved you guys' story. You know, what well, this is what I'm through. And, you know, it's like the first thing I tell them is that, dude, I get it. You know what I mean? I get it. I get it. You're not alone. And I yeah. think that's that's part of the uh, individual side of it as well. It's like recognizing that you aren't alone in these struggles helps you let go of a lot of them. Like, because, 
like I said, the, the fact that I'm learning how much I need people, it's like for a long time, I was like, oh, I'm the only one who struggles like this and nobody cares about my struggles. So let me just keep it to myself. Right. As opposed to like talking to Phil, hearing that other people are going through the same stuff. And it's like, oh, OK, so people do care about my struggles. It's because they are struggling in the same ways. It's just. I have convinced myself and the world has convinced me, especially as a person of color and, and, and a man that like, oh, your struggles are your own and you shouldn't be sharing them with folks. It's like, nah, people, people go with the same, go through the same thing. People struggle the same way. And if nothing else, just feeling less alone in the world will help you like start reaching places to grow because now you're not feeling like whatever you get is so scarce or whatever you uh, whatever you need is is independent or or specific to you it's like no there are there are people all over the place who need these things right and if they need the if there are people all over who need these things then there must be resources somewhere there must be there must be answers somewhere. So then it encourages you to go out and look as opposed to stay internal, stay, stay isolated and, and try and figure it out on your own. Cause the, there are still moments where I feel isolated or I feel alone. Like I'm not going to pretend I'm, I'm all of a sudden, you know, a guru or, or anybody's life coach or anything like that. But just recognizing that people people are willing to hear me in certain ways not all the time because some people just don't listen you know but <laughs> there there are people who are willing to hear you if you are willing to speak yep and in being willing to speak like like part of the reason why I talk to Phil, like I've tried to reach out to Phil now more than I have, or I try to reach out to other people now. And like the, the reaching out, it's not isolated to Phil. Like there are friends who I've had for years who are just like, yo, I didn't know this about you. And it's like, yeah, because I, I never decided to share it. Or the yeah. fact that, oh, these are my goals and dreams. And it's like, yo, I never realized that this was that important to you. And it's like, yeah, it's, but you wouldn't know if I never said anything, right? And closed mouths don't get fed. So on the individual side, it's just being more open to letting people see your ugly, right? Letting people see your, your faults and your flaws. Like I, I'm introspective, yes, but that also means that I... I tend to ramble. I tend to wander off topic. I tend to like, I have so many things going on in my head at one given time that it can be hard for me to focus on a given task or a given. And I know that about myself now because I'm talking to other people and they can point out to me, like you were supposed to be talking about X. Now, all of a sudden we're talking about F and I have no idea how we got here. And it's like, okay, that comes from being willing to open myself up, being willing to, like I said, reach out and in reaching out, it's so, there are certain things I can't get by just by talking to friends, true, but the amount of enrichment, the amount of fulfillment that comes with just being willing to look at your homie, look at your friend, look at your man and be like, yo, this is what I'm going through. Have you been through yeah. the same thing or how are you doing, man? You seem like you're going through something. Yeah. And the genuine joy that comes from, I was able to help my friend through something as opposed to, you know, watching from a distance and being like, mm, that man's struggling, but I'm good though, you know, and, yeah. and, and rolling out. Like it's exponentially more fulfilling to be that first guy as opposed to the second one. Yeah. I will say that I appreciate you both being, the magic word today is vulnerable. Yeah. Um, because I have done what, two shows with you guys so far. And 
I've been able to see the side that you guys are talking about. So I'm appreciative that the fact that you guys have always felt comfortable with conversating with me and making me part of your circle and your family, which I love the most. Uh, Phil, you know, appreciate it. Wife, so, you know, your yeah. wife is a girl. Yeah, um, yeah. So, and you know, you know, <laughs> I, like, I like contradicting Jay and Jay like contradicting me. So we we and it is together. <laughs> <laughs> we got this together. But no, I, I really appreciate you guys coming on today. And we're honest and speaking truth. And I, and I pray as men are listening that they are getting that same thing and they feel that openness too to be like, oh man, I know how that, I know how that man feels because I be feeling that way. And like how, you know, Jay, you say you just go home and just look at the ceiling. Let me tell you something. I use my drive from work to home for my peace time. Because when I get home, it's a wrap. It's a, yeah. Because once I get the kid, it's mommy everything that's and it's like oh Jesus and my husband be like you don't want to talk when you get off work on your on your drive home nope that is my music time that is my music impression <laughs> that yes. is and there's nothing wrong with my household is this when you leave work and you know you're about to step into something else it's like I just yeah. need a little bit of time just to breathe just to yeah who's so and my husband he loves streaming sports and listening to stuff so you know we kind of get the same way. So, um, yeah. no, I definitely thank you guys for coming. Yeah, um, thank you. For all my thank listeners and my viewers, um, if you go look at our chat box, our box, uh, description box, you'll see all of their information. I advise you to please check them out on YouTube. Um, they And they have their own, they do audio and video also. So check yeah. them out, listen to their, their information. Trust me, they got more stuff coming out. Yeah. And they also yeah. do a lot of live on IG. So keep a lookout on yeah. that. Too. They, be, they be on IG acting up sometimes. And I'd be like, what? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't there for that. Let me. And guys to my little thing on face on my thing on um, yeah. IG that lets me know you live because I, yeah. I be missing stuff. If it all works out, we'll have you on pretty soon. So. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, we'll be back on and hang definitely. out with the brothers again. You yeah. know, I see you guys. Definitely. definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I definitely thank you guys on Real Talk, but we, we thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Information, and I hope everyone who's listening and viewing that you take this information to heart because it's real yeah. and it's honestly it's meant being vulnerable. Um, so we already know my place is a safe space where we do that at. So we definitely gonna say thank you to all my listeners and viewers and all my wonderful people. Thank you so much as um joining us again on today of I Am Shatoria. You already know to check me out on all my Instagrams. We are on TikTok and that is growing dramatically. So I thank you guys. We're getting our motivation Monday and whatever else happened through today. Y'all already know how I do. Um, also check out the IamShatoria.com website as you know. We got our big event coming up. Um, 2022 is going to be really dope in San Antonio. So get your seat, get your tickets. We have a VIP section, um, which I will be chit-chatting with our main speaker here really soon. And you already know my website, new merch and everything and just conversation. As always, we walk in love. You guys know I do not say goodbye. I always say see you later. But we always walk in love, live fearlessly, and we always, always have a whole lot of faith. All right, check you guys later and talk to you again.